Well, good morning, everybody. We meet in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Alleluia. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Good to see you one and all. Our opening song that we're going to listen to is You Alone Can Rescue. again, good morning everybody, welcome to Amden Church, welcome to this service of Holy Communion, welcome to those of you who are watching online at home uh, as well. My name's Toby, I'm going to lead the service today and I'm also going to be speaking uh, a little bit later and we finish today this short series of Easter readings looking at Matthew chapter 28, we're looking at the very last part uh, of Matthew chapter 28 today, uh, what is sometimes called the Great Commission. 
Uh, next week we're starting a new series of readings and talks. We're going to be working our way over this next term uh, through the book of Amos, a book in the Old Testament, uh, one of the great prophets of the Old Testament, whose particular concern is justice, social justice. More on that starting next week and then over these uh, weeks to come. We usually at this point in our services share news and we'll do that now. We'll start off with birthdays. Does anybody have a birthday to celebrate? No? No birthdays. Any other news? I guess uh, one of the things at the moment is actually not all that much is happening. Uh, Maybe it's a sign of that. You have got in front of you the prayer sheet. We're back to doing these uh, weekly after our little Easter break. So you have uh, various items of news on the back, things for your attention. Uh, And then on the inside, readings and prayers for every day of the week. And uh, besides our Sunday readings in Matthew and then from next week in Amos, in our daily readings, we're now going through the book of psalms also from the old testament so some of the early psalms looking at day by day over the course of this week Uh, children and young people you've got the craft packs i think in your pods uh, and there's also for uh, older children teenagers and indeed adults the bible study sheet you can also find that online on our facebook page and on the website so please do make use of that if helpful Uh, you'll also find today's reading which we shall come to in just a couple of minutes time before we come to that however let us come before the lord in confession Christ, our Passover lamb, has been sacrificed for us. Let us, therefore, rejoice by putting away all malice and evil and confessing our sins with a sincere and true heart. We keep some moments silence and then we pray the prayer of confession together. For all the times we have gone our own way, Father, forgive us. You tell us to follow you. For all the times when we have put ourselves before you and our service to others, Father, forgive us. You tell us to love. For all the times we have been selfish with the things that you give us, Father, forgive us. You tell us to share. To follow you, to love you, to love others and to share with them, Father, forgive us. You tell us to change. Well, friends, the good news of Jesus Christ is this, that everybody except Jesus rejects God, sometimes you and me and everybody. But we know that God is a God of justice, that he won't let us rebel forever. He is coming again with his angels to judge. But we know, too, that God is a God of mercy and love. He sent his son, Jesus Christ, by the power of the Spirit to save us. Jesus, who took our punishment when he died on the cross for the sins of the world, So to those who know Jesus, we can say, friends, your sins are forgiven. God's promise to his people is life to the full. We are set free to serve. And this is wonderful good news, and we'll be picking up on that theme in our reading today. Uh, Ellie is going to read to us from Matthew chapter 28, and as I say, you can find it on the piece of paper there in your pod if you'd like to follow. The reading is taken from Matthew chapter 28, verses 16 to 20. 
Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptising them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thank you, Ellie. Let us pray. Father God, may we meet your risen Son here and now, Lord, as we sit under your word together. Father, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, uh, let's start with some controversy, controversy. What was it exactly that made President Trump so popular with so many of the American people? What was it that did that? Because it's hard to believe on this side of the Atlantic, certainly, because here he always had a bad press. You might well say that was often quite justified. But for many people in the United States, he had he has a reputation as a man who keeps his promises. And for so many people there, that seems to set him apart from every other politician they know. Now, of course, we live in a fallen world, don't we? And we know, if we're honest, that it is impossible for our political leaders to keep every promise that they make to us, whatever happened to Mr. Trump's border wall. And you might say this is one of the perils of democracy. In fact, the only solution, I guess, is not to make promises at all. But who's going to vote for a politician who does that? So this is why Mr. Trump is so astonishingly popular still in the United States, because rightly or wrongly, people feel that he's something quite different to what they're used to. He's a man who will keep his promises, they say, no matter what. Well, this reading today that we've just read to us, thank you, Ellie, very much, it reminds us again that Jesus keeps his promises without question, without fail. And he can keep his promises because he comes with an authority that no other human being can possibly possess. It's God's own authority given by the Father to the Son in the power of the Holy Spirit. This is an authority that presidents cannot have. This is an authority that prime ministers cannot have. This is an authority that kings and queens and princes and indeed demagogues cannot possibly possess. But Jesus can. And Jesus does. And so he can keep the promises that he makes. 
And it's with this same authority in our reading today that Jesus tells us to go, to go and to make disciples. And he promises that he will come with us as we do it. Jesus sends us out to make disciples in his name, and he promises that he'll come to Jesus, the one who keeps his promises. And we see Jesus keeping a promise, keeping his promise right at the start of this short reading today. Here it is uh, at the very beginning, verse 16. Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. And sure enough, that's where he comes to meet them. Verse 17. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, though some doubted. You see, Jesus promised that his death would not be the end, and it wasn't. And he promised that he would open to his disciples the way of eternal life, and he did. And he promised that he would return to them in Galilee, and he has. Here he is, right in front of them now. This doesn't mean, of course, that some of the disciples don't wrestle with doubts. Yes, they still do. But all of them worship him. As human beings are created to do, every single one, yes, this is the life-giving God who keeps promises. This is the God who will be with us. And we can see in this reading exactly with whose authority Jesus comes. Jesus came to them, it says in verse 18, and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. So yes, he comes to these first disciples, but he comes straight from his heavenly Father. And it's the full authority of the Heavenly Father that he brings with him. This is why his promises are 100% trustworthy. This is the reason why his promises are 100% true. So when he tells his disciples to go, he's sending us with maximum authority. When he tells his disciples to go, he's sending us with maximum power. He's investing us with authority. He's empowering us with God's own authority. And with the same authority, he says, I will come with you. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations. Because that's what he sends these first disciples out to do, to make other disciples. But the last line of our reading today shows us that it is us that he is sending as well, and all Christian believers until the very end of the age, whenever that day might come, to make new disciples. People of all nations, Jesus is for all, people of every race and background. People who have chosen to be baptized, these new disciples, everything that that represents. And people who are being discipled, taught to trust 
and obey, to sit under God's word, to conform their lives to it as the Holy Spirit works in them. And nowhere, nowhere in this reading, nowhere anywhere, actually does Jesus say that this discipline is going to be easy. Neither for the new disciples themselves or for those of us who are doing the discipling. In fact, we know, don't we? If we are mature Christians, we know from our own experience that it is very far from easy. It is, in fact, difficult, whether it's here in Elmden, the pagan strongholds of a place like Elmden, or indeed just down the road in the other faith strongholds of a place like Spark Hill or Spark Brook. But in his authority... This God-given authority in his love and his might, Jesus makes us another promise too, and doesn't he always keep his promises? Surely I am with you to the very end of the age. Verse 20. For Jesus sends us out to go and to make disciples. But we needn't be nervous and we needn't be scared because he promises us that he will come too. So holy Jesus, travel with us as we walk in the way that you tell us to walk. May you do wonderful things both in us and through us as we tell the good news to the people around us. Jesus, may our lives point always and only to you, to you, the one who keeps promises, the one who comes with authority, the one who tells us to go in his name. And may we work for your glory as we live your new life. For friends, who does Jesus send into the harvest field? Who is it who is to go out to do his work, empowered by his spirit and held by his love? Well, people of Jesus, he sends you. And we need to get back to the spiritual plough and the scythe. The work is right there and it's waiting to be done. And the one Jesus is sending, that's you. So we come to our prayers of intercession and these are going to be led for us today by Dan. Please join with me to pray. Dear Jesus, we pray for this church. Please help us to listen to your word and be obedient to what you are telling us to do. We pray that we can really understand what good news your death and resurrection are for this world. Please may we be so full of this news, but we cannot help but share it with our our friends, our neighbours, the people we work with. Please make us good at seeking out opportunities to do this. And please may we rely on your guidance and do it with lots of prayers. Dear Jesus, 
We pray for the families of this church. May we continue to encourage and support each other, looking out for others. As people have more chances to meet, may you help us to be good at building each other up. I pray especially for kids and teenagers. As they navigate exams, new rules, socialising again, may they look to you as their God. And God, I pray that you can help parents to be good listeners. And finally, God, we pray for this world. We pray especially for the people of Lebanon struggling with COVID, economic troubles and corrupt leaders. Please may Lebanese Christians stand firm, looking out for each other and standing up for the weak and the people who do not have a voice. You are a huge God. Show them your power. Jesus, you are a powerful God. We ask for all these things in your name. Amen. So we come to the Lord's table. If you'd like to take the pot off the bread and the wine, have that ready for use. But we begin by giving thanks. Friends, the Lord is here. His spirit is with us. Lift up your hearts. We lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give thanks and praise. It is indeed right, it is our duty and our joy always and everywhere to give you thanks, almighty and eternal Father, and especially in this season of Easter to celebrate with joyful hearts the memory of all your wonderful works. For Father, by the mystery of his passion, Jesus Christ, your risen Son, has conquered the powers of death and hell and restored in women and men the image of your glory by the power of your own Holy Spirit. He has promised paradise to his people and opened to us the gates of life eternal. And so in the joy of this Passover, earth and heaven resound with gladness, while angels and archangels and the powers of all creation sing the hymns of your glory before you. Accept our praises, we pray, through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Saviour, who in the same night that he was betrayed took bread and gave you thanks. He broke the bread. He gave it to his disciples, saying, Take, eat. This is my body which was given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, and Father, he gave you thanks. And he gave it to them, saying, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. So we do as Jesus tells us to do. Let us take the bread together. Brothers and sisters, the body of Christ was broken for you. Take the wine, the blood of Christ was shed for you.
and now as the Lord's redeemed and nourished people. We pray as our Saviour taught us to pray the words of the Lord's Prayer. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Our final song that we're going to listen to is We Are the Church. Before the world began, God made a master plan to bring all things together under one head. That head is Jesus Christ, who died and rose to life, and now he's seated at the right hand of God. Once we were dead in sin. We're saved through faith in Jesus alone Part of his body now United by his power Joined with his people all over the world We are the church
And now may the God of peace who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the eternal covenant, make you perfect in every good work to do his will, working in you that which is well-pleasing in his sight. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be upon you and remain with you now and always. Amen. Go in the peace of Christ. Alleluia. Alleluia. Thanks be to God. Alleluia. Alleluia. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah.